This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 18th of March. In your Squiz today, high demand for the vaccine. Helping Papua New Guinea, escaping Zoom, and getting ready for footy season. This is your Squiz today. From Monday, Claire, Aussies aged over 70 years old, Indigenous people aged over 55, adults with a specified medical condition and essential workers will start to receive the COVID vaccine. With that starting, the federal government yesterday released a list of the thousand odd clinics who are approved to administer the vaccine. Q, GP clinics across the country being swamped by phone calls from the public seeking an appointment. Phones were ringing off the hook yesterday. That's the report of GP clinics around the country. And there was some frustration and confusion about that. From the GP clinics end, some said that they weren't aware that Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt and the Department of Health were going to be releasing the details of that list that put their phone number on a website. Also, patients were very frustrated that they couldn't get through and make that booking. I guess the glass half full view is it doesn't seem like there's much vaccine reluctance around. People are really keen to get it, but certainly a very frustrating start when people just want to know what's happening. To manage expectations, most GP practices will receive 50 to 100 doses next week, so it's not enough to vaccinate everyone straight away. That's led to the president of the Australian Medical Association urging people to stay patient. Still lots of talk about the COVID situation in Papua New Guinea. 1,400 cases of COVID-19 have been confirmed, but given the low rates of testing, Claire, the real number is likely to be much higher. Yesterday, our government gave a bit more detail on how we're going to help out. There will be 8,000 doses of our COVID vaccine supply sent to PNG next week. That will be used to vaccinate frontline medical workers. We'll also be sending PPE, so that personal protective equipment. Also, what Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, yesterday said was that he would ask AstraZeneca and the regulators in Europe to release a million doses of those that have been contracted to Australia to PNG as soon as possible. There's been a bit of argy-bargy with Europe clamping down on sending COVID vaccines away from Europe because of shortfalls there. No word on whether they'll do that yet. There have been people moving between PNG and Australia of late, though of course quarantining on the way in. Many of those are fly-in, fly-out workers. Flights now between Port Moresby and Cairns have been suspended though, given what Prime Minister Scott Morrison says is a very real risk to Australia. Over to the US and in Atlanta yesterday, Claire, there was an hours-long manhunt before a 21-year-old man was arrested following the shooting death of eight people. This is notable because there's real fears that there's a rise of anti-Asian violence in America and what happened with this shooting is that uh, three spas and massage parlours were targeted. Most of those who were killed were Asian women. Uh, Authorities say, though, it's too early to say that it's a hate crime. 
crime, there's another theory surfacing overnight that says that the accused killer had a sexual addiction and he was attempting to eliminate the source of his problem. Yeah, still a few unknowns on this one. Hate crimes have actually decreased overall across America last year, but those targeting Asian Americans surged by nearly 150% in major cities. It was only last week that Joe Biden addressed this issue, saying that attacks against Asian Americans are un-American and that they must stop. From one set of strong words to another from Joe Biden, he has said, Claire, that Vladimir Putin will pay a price for his efforts to undermine the 2020 US presidential election. That comes after a declassified intelligence report released yesterday revealed that the Kremlin attempted to do just that. Yeah, so that report was out and Joe Biden was doing an interview on US television. He also said that he believes that Vladimir Putin is a killer. So there's some quite incredible statements and a very different direction that he's taking that US-Russia relationship than what former President Donald Trump did. Of course, Russia was involved in meddling with the 2016 election and what that report said is that it did it again in 2020, this time trying to denigrate Biden's candidacy. The report also says that Iran made attempts to meddle, but China did not. According to the director of US intelligence, it's going to be a challenge facing democratic governments into the future. And on that, Aussie security intelligence organisation boss Mike Burgess delivered his annual report on our security threats last night. Yeah, the ASIO boss said that they had uncovered a nest of spies. Uh, They were a group of people who were attempting to infiltrate government, public servants, uh, also those in politics and police ranks. Whilst Mike Burgess didn't specifically name a country, reports this morning say the country behind the spy ring isn't China. Speculation in the intelligence community centres on Russia. Rain, rain and more rain. That's the outlook for much of Australia over the next week. Claire, particularly feeling the big wet are those in central Queensland. It's incredible the amount of rain that they've had there this year, but particularly in the last uh, couple of weeks again, they've received about March's entire rainfall within the space of a couple of days. So there's flood warnings through there. Uh, Also looking down the east coast, it's going to be a pretty wet week. Uh, Some reports also saying it's going to be a wet month. So there goes summer. There goes summer for a lot of us. Not those in Western Australia, though. If you're over there, particularly in the southern part, which is most people, you've got a heat wave coming instead. Temperatures from Friday expected to reach up to 38 degrees. Before we squeeze the day, Claire, a developer has created a product called the Zoom Escaper. Gee, people are clever. (laughs) And I particularly like this guy's motivation. He says that he was inspired to put Zoom Escaper together because he wants people to do less work. What it does is that it it interrupts your Zoom meeting with a noise that's so terrible that the people you're talking to will demand that you get off the call. (laughs) He did say, my hope with Zoom Escaper is that people use it to escape Zoom calls and do less work. (laughs) Very, very clear use there. Squeeze the day, Claire, and it's the start of the AFL season, Richmond v Carlton. Here we go. It's a great time to start making our daily sports news podcast part of your routine. It's called Sport Today. We haven't talked about it in a little while. Bit of detail. It's out at 4pm each weekday. So perfect for the way home from work, at the gym, on a walk. Gemma and Greg will make sure you're across the key things happening.
happening in sport. So you can be part of conversations about things like the start of the AFL, but also some less prominent sports as well. There's a bit of everything. It's nothing worse than going out with a couple of your mates and they talk about the footy and you don't know what they're talking about. And this will help you keep up with those things in a really fun way. So give that a try. Uh, For me, looking at labour force figures, so unemployment uh, and employment for February and see where we're up to this year. And it's Thursday, of course, so Squiz Shortcuts is out today. We decided to revisit the Hong Kong-China relationship. There's just so much that's happened since we first did a shortcut on it way back in May 2019. It's an important topic and one that's really worth understanding. And Claire, we have a new voice on Squiz Shortcuts. We do. Simone Ziziaris has joined the team. She's uh, doing some writing and doing some podcasting. It's great to have her on board in her very first podcast episode. Yeah, she's a gun. She's so news knowledgeable. She's a top person as well. We're stoked to have her on board. And you heard it here first. You'll be hearing her on Squiz today from next week as well. No pressure, Simone. (laughs) Nah, you'll be right. Thanks as always for listening to the Squiz Today podcast. That's all from us. We'll be back tomorrow. quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.